dreamlands. Where did it come from? None can tell. Where does it exist? None can say. And who made it? None can recall. But that is where our heroes are. That is where they have come to find their destiny. Haunted by fate, the seven travelers, one, two, three, four, five, six travelers. (coughs) (laughs) Haunted by fate, the six travelers have come this way, yet one one tarried behind and it is his story we shall now tell Gowloff you have been charged by the king of the fey to travel to the Cthorn's lair beyond the dreaming shadow of life To get there, you must take a long road. One that begins with the mountains of madness. You land solidly on your feet, the air knocked out of your chest as if struck by a heavy blow. You stand on a snowy cliff edge. Off the cliff, you see only a raging whirlpool, a torrent of snow, and the spikes of distant mountain peaks below you. To fall off would be death. Before you is a grand door, made out of silver and gold swirling light. Just to the left of the door is a silver bell, a large one, too large to be rung by hands alone. You will need a tool to ring it. Cold harries at your body, cutting through armour and cloth and wool, biting deep onto your flesh, stinging your charred face. Welcome back, traveller, to the world of Tropis. What road will you now take? Come, the action is yours. So, a bell, you say? A bell. Galaroth looks from left to right. Somewhat flustered, somewhat confused. Where is he? Hmm. He approaches the bell and scans the nearby area. Looking for a tool. To 
ring the bell. Oh, I, I was not expecting... Sorry, I, I was not expecting to suddenly need to roleplay. That's no worries. Just drop yourself into it. You've been, oh, well. been out of the link for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Smile me then, but I'll shut up. Yeah, no, please. There are no tools around. It's the eternal cold. And the whispering voice you cannot quite place. You cannot quite hear what it's saying. But something... Something in your core is glad of that small mercy. Come, Gandalf. What do you do? Galvan then decides to take his hammer, take a firm two-handed grip of his hammer, ready himself to strike the barrel, and swings his hammer. The bell toll rings, like the announcing of a funeral across the snow-wracked mountains. A dull rumble rises up from the ground like a growl of a great beast, and then silence. On the gate, the lights swirl into words revealing the ancient Cadian runes, which I do believe you have an understanding of. I do know ancient Cadian. They read fussily. Universus oculus tua il. Ilni universus ocular audio. Ilni universus lingua sapor. Ilni in universus terra exto. All where I see that which not all ears hear, which not all tongues taste, which not in all worlds exist. The words do not fade, and the door remains locked. Could you type out the riddle for me? Course. The translation, of course. Yeah. Doing that now. Am I correct in my assumption that it is a riddle? Who can tell? Galroth. After reading the ancient Kagan runes on the door, decides to look around, scanning carefully the surrounding area. He begins with looking at the door. The door is of solid design. A heavy padlock lies on it. The bell to the left of it is an equal solid design. Although free claw marks have been scratched onto it. Beyond that, 
there is nothing, and the cold is rising. You should hurry. You will not be able to last long out here in this cold. Hmm. Galanoth decides to once again strike the bell. The runes shatter and fade away, blown like dust onto the wind. But nothing else. The lock remains locked. Ah, too much pressure. The cold continues to rise. You're not helping. I'm not here to help. Yes, but you have me. I don't do well on my own, do I? Come, Gowloff, hurry, lest you become a, a popsicle before this evening's out. <laughs> do I hear anything? You can hear only the whispers of the mountain ghosts. They sing out a strange litany, but you cannot comprehend the words. The wind takes them from you. But the more you listen, the more intently you try to understand, the colder it seems to get. Ah. Uh, um... You're making me feel stupid. Um. Right. Galroth approaches the door mm-hmm. and streaks his fingers across the gate. Uh, the well door to feel the texture. The door is icy cold. It pricks at your skin like needles. Drawing a little blood, but not much. The warm liquid spreading about your fingertip. Wait, I'm, I'm bleeding because I touched a fucking door? You're bleeding because you touched the door, yes. <laughs> No, Matt, I'm not going to lick it. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, try and use um, the uh, inbuilt chat feature of Map Tools because it saves me having a quick alt alt tabbing. Come, Galroth. Don't make me have to inflict damage from the cold. But I don't know what to do. It is ah. Oh. I don't um. It, right. This is what, what's the nickname? What's the name of this gate again? Is it 
This is the ever-changing gate. Ah, okay. Um, Galroth studies the padlock. What does he see? He sees a solid silver padlock. Does it require a key? It does appear to require a key, yes. I roll to kill Iron Tooth. You fail at human. Come, Galdorf. Time is ticking <sighs> away. Galroth, the violent, a violent man as he is, decides to strike the padlock. White light clouds your vision. You feel yourself stumbling back. You didn't realize you were falling. You've hit the ground. Your hammer clamors. It's like sounds beside you. As if it just hit a bell. Dong! Your head spins. You can't focus your eyes. And then it fades. You're lying on the ground staring up at the cold night. You feel so bitterly cold, yet you appear uninjured. That didn't solve anything, did it? No. <clears throat> you need to use your brain! I'm done. <laughs> this will... I don't think I've had enough sleep or coffee. Like, now, now we're recording this, and I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot. Uh, like, like a... Like a don't not worry, Garoff, you won't sound any different to usual. Just keep down <laughs> oh. the profanities of frustration, please. Uh, I don't like... I don't like a challenge that I do not understand. Um, how about we take a five-minute break, and we all get snacks and pee and such. Sounds fine to me. And you get to think. Pee break it isn't. Galroth gets back up. Trying to fight the bitter cold breezing at his body. Galroth Des- rises. Me first. Fuck off. Galroth rises from the ground unnoticed to him his holy symbol is left behind having fallen from his neck when he was struck continue burp (sighs) Galaroth out of desperation and because, well, indeed desperate to find a way to open the gates and perhaps escape from this icy cold, this freezing death, he once again picks up his hammer, drags it to the bell, and strikes it again. 
Such is the force that Gowroth's final blow struck the bell, and it was knocked from its mountain mountains and tumbled down the mountain edge, clattering off into the distance, clattering away and silence. Well, at least I got to break something. The silence is broken, shattered by the sounds of the door grating on stone as the lock vanishes, never to return, and the door swings open. Three claw marks, three strikes, and a gaping blackness is all that greets you as the gate opens. I look into the gates. Darkness. Darkness is all that greets you. Stop it, guys. You're making me laugh. <laughs> they keep putting on the map tools ch- uh, chat. <laughs> lick it. Lick it. <laughs> Galamoth. enters the gaping darkness. It is like a cold bath after the hot day. Or a hot shower after freezing to death. You stand upon a long grey road. To your left and to your right shadows shift and swarm there is no gate behind you just the road stretching onwards forwards and back before you appears a tall man dressed in a concealing brown robe he speaks in a voice you recognize yet cannot quite place oh I know who it is. Welcome. Your trial begins. The man then fades away. Hold on. Um, Could I just mute myself and get my Galroth voice back? Mm -hmm. Yes, it seems so. What the hell's that? I think that was um, Anna. That's a very funky voice. I didn't realise that I was unmuted. <laughs> God, I need coke. Yes, yes. Yeah, that doesn't sound very. You should. You should add Coca-Cola. No, no, no. She meant what she said. She needs a line. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm back. To be on drugs to play in this you. game. Mm, hello, this is Galroth. This is Galroth TV. 
<laughs> do the Galroth mad thing. Gotta do the Galroth mad thing. This is Galroth, and this is Galroth when he's really pissed off. Like, he wants to smack Roland in the face. Alexia That's all just the burnt, time, burnt Galroth's bacon. Yeah, uh, basically all the time. Enough! Yowled off, the figure turns and fades away. You are left alone on this road. His words echoing in your mind. Your trial begins. What do you do? Galroth ponders the man's words. My trials. He looks about the land. Well, he looks about his surroundings mistrustingly. This is not a familiar plane. And let's just say that Galroth is not comfortable in uh, in such metaphysical conditions. Roland appears beside you. Half of his face is masked in shadow. He glares at you. Take it away, Roland. You. Why can't you trust me? Why can't you trust anyone? Roland circles you as he speaks. You find yourself... No matter which way you look, meeting his accusing glare, he repeats what he said. Why can't you trust anyone? Well, Galroth, saved your life. Why can't you trust him? He has saved your life. I have been taught. I have been raised. It is always been a part of my life. Distrust? To distrust those that would mingle with magic. Then what is it you do? What is it your God grants you? My God grants me the power to establish his will. In his will? What is his will? That is not always a clear thing. Neither is arcane magic. But you won't see it that way, will you? Galaroth closes his eyes, pondering again at the words. He opens them again. Are you real? He looks about the figure of Roland, constantly having to change his his view. Does it matter? What I'm saying is true. Hmm. Perhaps. He seems to... Galarath seems to get a little... Well, 
nervous, you could almost say. I've saved your life. We fought side by side. Yet you find you distrust me? You're the one who's given me reason to distrust you. Have I not then saved yours? Only with threat of vengeance. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm drawing a blank. Just take a, take a deep breath and think about what Galroth would do. Except oh. smack Roland in the face. <laughs> he would do that, wouldn't he? Yeah. This is a response to everything. Maybe it's actually the same as the bell. Maybe I just need to hit Roland. No, no, it's not. <laughs> you no. could try. But Roland seems pretty angry. Have I not then helped and fought in, indeed side by side? Have I not then suffered for what we... Have I not then suffered for the sake of the group? Is that not enough? Is that not proof that perhaps trust is not always what they portray? Trust is everything, Galroth. And with that, Roland disappears. Roland, did he defend himself well against your accusations? Indeed, I think he did. Very well. You're alone, Galroth, on the lonely road. Come, where do you walk? I glance or uh, go oh, I keep just from first to third perspective. Just roll Um Galroth glances about him. Scanning the environment. Nothing? Nothing. There's a swirling shadows on each side of the road and the long, lonely road. Well, no point in just standing here. He starts marching down the road in his practiced militaristic marching speed. You are stopped by Alexia standing in the middle of the road toward in front of you. She is crouched down like a cat waiting to strike. Her fierce eyes glare at you. There's something strange about those eyes, but as before, you cannot quite place it. And when she speaks, she's barely contained anger. Alexia. You say your faith is everything to you. Your views are colored by it. And yet... You journey with us and say you are our friend. 
But what will it be? Your faith that condemns everybody that is different than you? Or your friends who are trying to get along? What may we do? What do we have to do? Galaroth stares flabbergasted at her. Her words effectively disarming. I, I, he, he, well, he racks his brains for, for an answer. But, I, I don't, don't know. My, my faith is, well, my faith is, always been the only thing I could trust. The only thing that the only thing that did not change. It, it's like a, a trusted friend, you see. Something you can place your trust in. For it's, for it's always there. But, well, he looks down to the ground in shame. Of course. Your faith is like a prison. It is always there. True, but it doesn't let you see outside of its um, boundaries. But what would I see if, even if I did glance beyond them? I- that not all things are exactly as they seem. Things that seem monstrous or impure may indeed be good on its own merit rather than the, with the colors that you paint it with. But- Again... Galroth's mind draws a blank as he tries to, well, process the words of the woman. I, well, perhaps you are correct, but well, if a man cannot, I don't know. He shakes his head. A man must make up his own mind. And with that, Alexia fades, smoke on the wind. Alexia, mm? how do you think he defended himself against your accusations? I think he was... Um... Not at a loss, yeah. At a loss. Are you happy with that? Um, I really would like him to make a choice, but if it... You you did make him think, if I can defend myself. Mm. 
Are you happy with that? Yes, I do want him to think. Very well. I think we all want Galaroth to think. Once <laughs> more, Galaroth is alone on the road. His trial continues. You're just... Hold on, just to be out of character. You're just facing me off against everyone in the, in, in, in the group. You are alone on the road. Galoth once again decides to march down the road. It is not long before he has a travelling companion. Drus walks alongside him, keeping easy pace. Galroth glances at the druid. <clears throat> ah. Uh, I've forgotten how he how he um, addresses Druce. The druid's face is half human, half wolf, fangs bared with foam dripping from its muzzle. Fire is in the druid's eyes. Apostate. False worshipper. What do you mean? You claim to serve the Lord of Battle. And yet, the minute you... You begin to wear an honorable scar gained in honest battle. You whine and cry like a painted trollop. Galroth streaks the scarred, burnt skin of the left half side of his face and looks down at the ground in shame. Perhaps you are right. Perhaps... Yes. But... Uh. <laughs> Stay in character. I'm sorry, I'm just ashamed. Stay in character. <laughs> Doing well, Rube, just keep going. Well, perhaps it's not so much a scar as, well, perhaps it's more of a trophy. A proof that for once, I did make the right choice. Mm. Or perhaps you could look at it as proof that you stood and were victorious? Yes. I suppose that what it is. Galroth levels his face and looks from left to right. But where, where am I? What, what are you? 
and there is no answer, for Drus has already gone. Galroth is disheartened by the, well, lingering sense of loneliness, you could call it. But yet still, he decides to march on. His day, his way is blocked. Blocked by an armored warrior. Sword drawn, pointed straight at Gowloth. The mark of a knight of the rose is painted upon his breastplate. This is obviously Moss, who in this episode is played by Alexia. No, wait, Anna, because unfortunately Moss has tonsillitis. Take it away, Moss. <laughs> You have been accused of betraying the very thing that you stand for. The theocracy has accused you of aiding heretics, witches, and traitors. What do you have to say for yourself? Well then, Galroth levels his face with the man and stares straight into his eyes. Then I accept all charges. For, well, I have lived a life of faith, yes, but never have I known such a thing as these people. They are my friends. His face seems to harden his jaw tightening as his words become surer. And no matter what anyone thinks of them, I know in my heart and in my soul that they are not evil men. I know now that, well... What I thought of them is perhaps not what they are. And I, well, I am ready to accept who they are. With that, Moss relits his grip upon his blade and swings your head. There is a darkness as your head is cut from its shoulders. Your body hits the ground. You stand in a round room. It is dominated by only a single white pillar stretching up into the heavens. On this pillar in ancient Kagan runes, at head height 
is writ a single word. Credo. Trust. What do you do? No. Beg your pardon there, Garroth. We're losing you. Is there anything uh, uh, well, particular? Uh, what are the moments? Rube, Rube, can you hear me? Uh, yes. We lost you. You cut out for a bit there. Sorry. I uh, got I got to the end of my uh, description and. That's it. Galroth lifts his head up into the ceiling. Well, you know, he looks up. Mm -hmm. You see the pillar reaches high up to the stars. They twinkle in their array above you. Yaroth decides to study the pillar. Does he, perchance, see anything? You see only the word Credo. Trust. Hmm. He looks at the room trust it is well trust is believing that the uncertainty is well it's made certain and, well, up until now, all in my life that was certain was, well, my service to the theocracy and my faith in the gods. Trust. But, Trust is not an excuse for naivety, says the robed figure you saw before step outside. Is it? Take the key. Press your hand onto the rune and take the key. When you meet with your friends, give it to them. Tell it you tell them you took it from the pillar of trust. They'll understand. Very well. He nods at the man, slowly, and then follows his advice and slowly places his palm against the rune. Your hand sinks as if into warm water through the rune, and you can feel the solid of a gold key. Withdrawing it, you notice the word credo is written in silver along its shaft. Goodbye, Gaurav. We'll meet again.
And with that, the rogue figure vanishes. And darkness takes you. Congratulations. You have passed the trial of trust. Give yourself a pat on the back. Woohoo! Uh, <laughs> Druce, check that your yep. connection's back uh, nice and secure again. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, well, what did you think of that then, um, Rube? Well, I was kind of at a loss. Um, generally, mm-hmm. um, I'll let you recovered though. Partly mm. because I was tired, partly because it, 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 it's it's early, and, and then you again, haven't role played in a while. All of a sudden, I had to role play on my own against the entire up in, against the entire group. Which, well, by my idea, they were you were well parts. If I can be honest, I think parts of of the trials, like like for example, Roland. I think part was just well, Alex having a go some, at you. <laughs> yeah, and and some now, of it was, was Danny puppeteering from from behind the screens. Oh dear, oh dear. Uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, you'll see. We'll explain later. Um, yeah. Back to the game. Um, we can take this in the fireside chat. Yeah, uh, just want a couple of seconds to guys set this up. Uh, we, can, we, we can continue talking while you guys transfer. Oh God! Uh, What's happening? Uh, you're loading map, loading a new map. Okay, how do we? It's okay. You just wait. He'll, wait for he'll sort it. We just hold our horses. Oh, okay. I, like that, I like that this made Gala think. Mm. Yeah, I'm thinking, Rube. You probably have a better grip on Galaroth now. I hope so. Uh, yeah. Right, unfortunately, Rube, you're going to be out of it for a little while. But right. I'm hoping this won't be that long. Because Moss is not here for this game, I'm going to uh, take us back a little bit. So we're going to go back to the bit, the ju- bit just before people went into the water. In this, ver- in this version, okay, Moss hasn't come through the portal. Okay? You guys appeared... Mm. You decided that Moss will follow on later uh, because for some reason he just hasn't popped through and there's nothing you can do about it, so you decide to move on. <coughs> okay? Is that understood? Excuse me. Everybody, if, it, if, it yep. was, if it was any other party member, they'd be like, no, 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 we have, we have to wait here. We have to wait for him. No, We've no, no, got no, no, to no. gather our party members. But since, since it's scaly, it's like, oh, fuck him. No, it's, it's presumed that they went through that whole, oh, we need to wait here, we need to go get, we need to go get Moss, etc., but came to the conclusion that it's Jack all they can do is to move on anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I see it as Druce saying, you know, this is the way that the Fae world runs and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about him for now. Yeah. Okay, so you guys on the bank, um, you've been told... Has everybody loaded now? No. 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 I'm still seeing the same map on map tools. Mm-hmm. Same here. Oh, Sorry, sometimes it doesn't transfer. You guys need to let me know if it's not telling you that it's loading. It hasn't transferred. What about now? Now, yes, yeah. it's done. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's there pretty. It's like this. I feel pretty. 
sound so pretty. It's all lakey and stuff. I know. <laughs> right. Okay, those bits behind you are meant to be trees, but I couldn't be asked to look for trees. That's okay. Okay, is everybody loaded? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, if you, I've no, if you no, noticed, I've made a new uh, map, so it should be a lot uh, simpler. Um, a lot easier to load as well. Okay, Gareth, you won't be there. Your token is there, but you can't see it, and your character isn't there anyway. I can't see anything anyway. Why not? I, I can see the map, but I don't see any other tokens. You're not, go- the you're, top, not, you're, you're not going to. He's not going to because he's not there. Oh, okay. Get on with it. We rejoin our heroes standing beside the Lake of Fortunes. They have just been tasked by the water nymph to enter the depths and retrieve her goblet. Roland is fingering the holy symbol he retrieved from before the gate of change. His mind on his friend and companion, Gowroff. Roland turns to the uh, water nymph and uh, addresses her. What if someone gets stuck in the gate? Stuck? And whatever do you mean? The nymph replies boredly. What if they don't come out? Well, I'm sure they'll come out somewhere. People don't just disappear, not even here. I'm not so sure. Uh, did you did you see a priest? Burnt face, hammer, yeah. moans yeah. a lot. Well, yeah. Threatens to hammer me. <laughs> that happens. Haven't seen him. Then. <laughs> <laughs> God, this place is getting to me. Uh, Roland pockets the uh, symbol. I'm guessing it's a small symbol. Mm-hmm. All right, he pockets it. And uh, walks over to stand closer to the edge of the lake. So are you going to get my goblet or not? How did you lose it in the first place? Dropped it. But isn't this your lake? Yes. So? I would think that you would travel it all the time. Are you going to get my goblet or not? Hmm. I'm thinking about it. Alexia pokes at the water. Yeah. Like, she really doesn't want to go in. The water doesn't poke back. Mm. Well, that's... That's unsettling. It should poke back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lick it. Lick it! Stop stop with the licking. Uh, Roman turns to the druid, who's also apparently standing by the waterbed. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, 
Who else fancies a swim? <sighs> well, why don't you and uh, he turns it to he turns it over his shoulder and throws a glance at Anna. Uh, that one head in. I'm gonna need a minute. Anna raises her arm. She's sort of waving in the air and going, Well, hello, I do have a name. You could use it. I'm not some sort of object that you can stare at. And she moves closer to the lake. So I just moved my token. Oh, see there? Yep. Druce looks over at Roland with his eyes wide in horror. Uh, I'll wait until we can all go in. All right. Um, Roland ignores Anna's retort and uh, walks over to Alexia. Passing the water nymph. (laughs) I'll need a word with you. Right now? Right now. Um, okay. Uh, and he, they walk away from the rest of the group. Okay, give me a moment. Okay, guys, remember, when you're moving, if you press space, it'll point to allow you to turn corners and shit. I presume you guys are heading out of uh, earshot. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. Okay. Um, Druce, Anna, would you like a little bit of a scene before we go to Roland and Alexia? Druce, uh, turns back to, to, to Anna. Don't worry. They're never gone long. <clears throat> and kind of Sorry, grins and uh, at her. <laughs> you sort of, um... Cut out for a moment there, so I didn't get any of that. Could you repeat, please? Delicious. Drew said, don't worry. They are never gone long. And kind of winks at her. Yeah. Rome's an insert squirt, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Daddy. Daddy, you horrible man. Um, So, so, uh, how did uh, you come to be in the in the court of the ever-changing monarch? How does anything get here? She's sort of Bye. looking off to the trees for a moment before she turns her attention back to him. Usually by attracting their interest. Well, you heard the king himself. He finds me boring at times. And that's the usual reaction I get. And my voice just went blah. Sorry, people. Mm. It's not. It's not mm. rude. Mm. Well, can't imagine you being boring. Frightening. But not boring. Her head okay. tilts to the side of fraction. She moves closer to the lake's edge. While my token doesn't do what it, I tell it to do. Anyway. 
and um, she's staring at the water. Yes, I really could go for some ice at this moment. In full silence. Meanwhile, Roland and Alexia are having their little chat. <laughs> That's what they want you to think. I want descriptions. <laughs> Describe your every action. Okay, uh, Roland scratches his balls. <laughs> okay, stop well, Let's see it pretends no. not to see. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, <clears throat> Vic. <clears throat> Roland stops and looks to her. Lowering his voice, even though they're they're uh, outside of earshot. Is there anything you want to tell me? Not that I can think of. Um, as to what? You. I'm very uncomfortable, and I'd rather get back to what we're doing. No. Alright, I can't swim. That's not what I'm talking about. Well, what do you mean? Why are you wearing a mask all the time? Because this is how I dress. But why? You're hiding something. You're hiding. I'm uncomfortable. Look... I've seen what you hide, okay? The others won't understand. I will. Uh, Alexia looks around, glances back towards the party uh, along the shore. Look, I... I've always dressed this way, and I'm very uncomfortable if I... <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does. Exactly did you see? Enough to suspect you're hiding something from me. Look... The longer you travel with this, the more the risk is that someone else notices. Someone else notices. They're not going to come ask. They're going to kill you. I just, I don't understand why people... And she looks away and walks towards the shore a little bit. Um sort of splashes her foot into the water but like she's not looking at it she's looking across the lake Roland follows behind just observing her I didn't even know I was different than anybody not until later not until they started hunting me down 
Those men. Those men I killed when I found you. Yes, them. Everybody. I I never go into town. My father, he warned me. Your father, was he different too? Uh, no. I... I don't know. I... I vaguely remember my mother. My father, he was the same as you, as everybody else. I... It's not my fault. I'm not saying it's your fault. Just show me your face. I don't think I can. Try. Uh, Alexia turns towards him and uh, lifts her face um, so that her hood is falls back. Uh, she's still got the scarf over her face but the hood has fallen back and you can plainly see uh, her brown hair and her eyes Um, but everything from the nose down is still covered those men I found when when I found you the men we killed man man we killed He called you a demon. But I don't think you are. I don't think so either, but I know I'm different. She looks down again. Roland, um extends his hand and tilts her chin up. What about the scarf? I... I don't know if I can. Well, I'm not like that man. I'm not going to hunt you. It's been so long. I... I I, I can't and she turns away and you know her turns her face out of his grip you trust me I wouldn't be here if I didn't then show me your face you know what I am If anything, I can understand. Hold on, I gotta ask Danny something. I'll see. Hold on. Yes, she is a virgin. <laughs> Shut up. Um, the hindrance mm-hmm. still in effect, even though we changed uh, yes. settings. Or not settings of systems. Yep. 
Alright. Like a virgin. Yeah, that's what I've been playing. Okay. For the very first time. Like a virgin. And your heart beats next to mine. Anyway, Vic. More like when your heart beats in my palm. Please. Don't ask me this. And tell me what you are. I don't know. Then you have to show me. <sighs> okay. Um What does uh Roland have on him right now? Uh clothing wise? Well yeah, clothing, pouches, belts, whatever. Uh well He's left the backpack, so he's got uh, um, basically linen and woolen, uh, linen and woolen shirt uh, underneath a chain shirt, and over that he's got his cloak, and uh, he's got the sword at his hip and a belt pouch and uh, his. Yeah, his pants, and that's... And his... his uh, well, I can't remember what it was called. His, his hide boots or something. And that's it. Okay. Um, you notice something out of the corner of your eye, I would say. If I can be so bold as to say so. Um, and then... Um, when she glances down and towards the left you see a flesh colored well tail you would probably guess um, and holding um, in the air is, uh, is uh, Galros um, holy symbol which you took from your pocket with their tail I am something that he would burn if he knew as she tosses the uh, holy symbol in the air towards Roland and he catches it let me get it you, wait you said I have some I wait okay what exactly was it said I misheard I think alright basically she the line not the uh, description oh okay sorry um I am something that he would burn if he knew ah referring to Galroth okay got you I'm not so sure he would burn me wouldn't he Well, I don't exactly see a lot of whatever I am around. I mean, even I know that there are other magic users around. 
Well, <clears throat> not here. All right, Alexia uh, lifts her hood up in place again um, with her tail, and then it like wiggles out of sight back into her cloak. You okay there? That must be hard to hide at times. Not really. I just wear loose clothing. Alright. We should probably get back. Yes, that would be a good idea. And they both return. Okay, Truce, Anna, would you like a, a scene before they get back, or do you want them just to come back so we can get on with us? Nah, I got nothing. We can move on as far as I'm concerned. Okay, and you're back. Uh, Truce, can you check that connection again? If you don't mind, if that's okay. You haven't touched it. Hmm. What's the doc? <laughs> He's greeting me. <laughs> Roland boots the dog. <laughs> hey. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Okay, guys, be a description. What's happening? Um, Roland and... Well, Roland <coughs> walks back alongside Alexia. Silently nodding to uh, Anna and Drews as they return. <coughs> See, <coughs> I told you it wouldn't be long. <laughs> So, I'll be perfectly honest, uh, I can't swim. I, I've never learned. You don't need to be able to swim. You go into the bottom, just sink a bit. A drown? Bit. This is a dreamland, you can't drown here. God, you guys are so tiresome. Alexia glances at Roland. Yeah, was if say yes, I don't trust. <coughs> Roland glances back and gives her a um, grimace as if to say, yeah, neither do I. Get a room. <laughs> <laughs> was that in character? Yes, it was. Can you feel the love tonight. <laughs> hey. hey, 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 Bick. <laughs> it's a wonderful word. Wait, why are you just calling Bick? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're a Bick, Danny. You're a Bick. <laughs> you're a dirty Danny. Bick, and Backing you know it. Enough. Alright. What's that, Druid? 
Are you ready? Thought so. Yeah. Are you going in then? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, I will. Good. And About Bruce time to stands up, drops his backpack, and steps in. Okay, guys, if you guys are entering the water, it will, the lake, I need to go pee. Because all this talk of water is going to make me wet myself. <laughs> Interesting. Are you all entering the water? Indeed. You, okay, would you like to move yourselves into the water? Is any random place? Yeah, don't worry about Oh, roll and dive. <laughs> Sploosh. <laughs> the party makes their way into the water. Is the dog coming? No. Right. Was Alexia meant to jump in? Huh? Alexia, are you meant to be in the water? Yeah, apparently. The party makes their way into the water. It's cold and slimy, it clings to your body like jello, and is equally hard to move through. The shifting sands beneath you make walking all that more difficult. You make your way through the murk and darkness, keeping your eyes on the others lest you lose them. I'm not going to lick it, Galaroth. A shiver runs down your spines as you realize you are most definitely not alone. Something is out there. Something moving. Something big. You can hear its passage through water, even if you can't see it. Alessia uh, holds her breath as long as she can. When you finally have to Sorry, I'm just reading apparently it oh, apparently Ruby has a problem with how I pronounce something. Mm. Um That's because you use an F like my brother does. Anyhow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fuck off. Okay, Josh the you. I want. We just continue on, it's his accent. Get over it. I can put K's at the beginning of everything if I want. Fuck off, it's something. Leave me alone! Fucking hate you guys. Bastards. Well, it's insane, it. Shut up, it's one way. <laughs> yeah. Big. Yeah. When you're finally forced to open your mouth and to breathe, you find breathing underwater is as easy as air. This is after all the dream pass. What do you do? Uh, 
Alexia is holding on to Roland's cloak, or cape, or some kind of his clothing. <laughs> He's not that. Liking this jello water stuff. Um, Roland can feel it and grabs a hold of her forearm instead, dragging her with him. And at the same time, he looks over to uh, Anna and Bruce, making sure that they're also on the same path. Well, no, I don't think we're actually cuddling, but we are looking for the goblet, or at least for <laughs> Can we make a notice roll? You can, yes. Okay, now just now you click on your cutter. You'll notice that one, like that in one of the dice bags you have wild. Now because your because your notice check is a wild die, you can pick one die trait. I'll use a okay, but you'll come up with a value for traits. Now this is the number. So if you have a six notice, you can put a six there. So I'll put a six there as an example. And you've got a modifier, there's no modifier. There's no modifier in the wild guy as well, so let's see the result. Did you just roll me? Yeah, I was using it as an example. <laughs> so, would anybody yeah. like to give me a. I'm a. Notice, please? Do you have to? Yes. Oh, shoot. Where's my notice? So, the six? Six, rather. Oh, there it is, D6, alright. Okay, so uh, you take the best of the two results and you need to beat or get equal to. Yeah, I got a four. Yeah. I got a five. Okay, it would be Drew that notices the goblet. The murky depths, your eyes fall upon the glimmer of gold. Drew's, uh readies his sickle out of his belt and looks around and steps forward cautiously to pick up the goblet. Uh, 
accusation, unacceptable, the punishment will be terrible. Everyone does that. It's boring. So, I happen to like it. I find it suits my espionages. Roland glances at Druce with a questioning look on his face. As if to say, what? <laughs> and also Phil just Ah! Loud Alex! Am <laughs> I just actually set myself up or is he just shot with volume? I don't know. No, I think he shot he has shot with volume, hasn't he? Naturally. Uh he was yelling at that second but that's uh okay. yeah, did the SDFU anyway. I, I think no, I think I caught my um Volume. <laughs> so oh, okay. <laughs> Alright, uh, Roland also draws his sword. Traveler. No, no, no. I am so much bigger than you, I don't think that is your big sword. Hurt me very much, anyway. Excuse me. What? Excuse me. What? What? Do you know that nymph? She says she owns this thing. My wife, yes, I suppose she would. Not that she comes in anymore. Uh, I'll well, tell you, when I got married, I thought it would be all fun and games. But all she is is nag, nag, nag. And that's yeah. soon that she actually comes down to visit me. Uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, um, but yes, she is the one who sent us. Don't you steal my heart? How awesome. Yeah, well, this is clearly an, an, a problem between you and your wife, so if, if it pleases you, could you perhaps leave this out of this, O oh Master of the Mark? No! Would you like us to deliver a message? Yes. Yes, I think that would be suitable. I want you to do a task for me, because that's what I do. I sit at the bottom of the lake and give random passerbys tasks. It's a dream dancing. I mean, I once, once to place an exclamation mark above my head to show everybody I had a task for them, but, well, my friend Peter, he took that as well. I didn't want to give me a copycat. <laughs> uh, I shot myself at that. So anyway, this quest I've got for you goes something like this. Blah, 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 useless plots, blah. Take my goblet to my wife, have a drink from it, come back, and I'll give you some kind of boring reward. That's how these things go, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Roland just manages to look at Druce and look from Druce to the, uh, Father of the lake. Back and forth. 
So, you wish us to bring this, and Drew spins down and picks up the goblet, yes. back to your wife, yes. who's up there on the shore. Yes. Excellent. We accept. Excellent. Now don't bother talking to me again, so I'll just repeat the same thing shorter. I'll ask you, have you seen my wife yet? And I only have one line. It's in the rule book. Hmm. Yes, sir. It's you. Off you go, then. And remember, she's got to drink from it. Now, where is my copy of that prophecy and author Shakespeare? I'm reading Hamlet. It's delightful. And with that, the rather eccentric Lake Father will pawn off. To use a descriptive term. Hmm. This place <laughs> is insane, Rowan says, as they make their way back towards the shore. Talk less, walk more. Give me a moment, just uh. Truth, I'm, I'm underneath you. <laughs> yeah, you like that, don't you, bitch? <laughs> I might. Uh, let me, oh, working little stim, Natasha. There we go. Hey, we can pick up the tablet. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, uh, Alex, could you kind of like ring Natasha? So she can come back in the call and, like, you know, continue gaming? There we go. <laughs> so after that eccentric encounter with the Lake Father, you find yourselves once again on the shore. This time with Goblet and Hannah. The wife of the lake father, the water nymph, she turns to you and sighs. <sighs> You're back then. About time too. I was getting frightfully bored. Mm, and possibly thirsty too. Yes, I suppose I could do with a drink. Here, let's take care of that. Drews dips the goblet into the lake and presents it to her with a bow. Oh. How kind. With that, she takes the goblet and drinks it. You know, it reminds me of my husband. I suppose I'd better go visit him at some point. Anyway, you can go along now. Go on, off with you. Uh, I, off? Believe, our, I believe our bargain was uh, that you would... Should we complete this, you would assist us? Oh, yes. Go speak with my husband. He's in the lake somewhere. <sighs> what? Haven't you ever, ever ever had a FedEx quest before? All too I, many of them. I'm sorry, what? FedEx? It's a Nermish delivery service. Operates here ah. in the Dreamlands. Right. When it absolutely, positively has plenty of time to get there. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> they need it. Go on, off with you. Roland sighs as he starts descending into the lake again. 
It was quite hilarious. I get to break all the personal rules I have, like using out-of-character terms deliberately. <laughs> uh, I'm actually enjoying this. It's quite enjoyable. Don't worry, it's going to be serious again soon. So once again, the posse moses on down to the lake where they meet. The lake's coming Hey, you're back. Have you spoke with my wife yet? Yes, she says she'll come visit you soon. Oh, brilliant. I might actually get some. <laughs> anyway, what can I do for you? I suppose I do owe you a favor. Even if you are dirty little thieves. Yeah, um, the music room of Spears. Ah, yes. I sometimes go there myself. Rather enjoyable, I think. And we could find that how? By climbing into my mouth. You're kidding. No. Climbing into your mouth? Yes. And... Uh, Hold it one more time. We get to the music room of spheres by climbing into your mouth. Yes. Well, you said so three times. I hate this place. Um, would you mind opening your mouth very wide? And with that, the sea serpent lays down down on the sand and opens its mouth wide. Druce looks over to Anna and says, uh, Ladies first. Sure, he's the chauvinist uh, excuse to be a coward. Mm hmm. Be careful, my conkle. Yeah, we avoid the very, very sharp teeth. Alright, try not to Yeah, maybe you can talk to Roland about that. He, he knows all about that stuff. Hey guys, is he a dentist? I could carve it out, but I couldn't do much other than that. So, I'm hoping not to have a look actually. Anyway, hi up, this is Irving. I like to get back to Hamlet. I... I don't think I can help. Hello, hello, I'm the Oh, hello, Anna, how are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I just lost it, sorry. Uh, Roland warily walks into the mouth of the Lake Father. The <laughs> Lake Father asked you how you were, um, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. My brain's still sort of It's off to see the wizard. The wonderful wizard of Oz. Yes, he's, he's, he's clearly having intimacy issues with the missus. 
Maybe you should talk to him. Who's that, too? <laughs> Roland. <laughs> Maybe you should shut up. Mel, you okay? Yeah, um, just give me a moment. Should we just presume you walk into the thing and we'll have a little break? Yeah, that would be nice. Okay, uh, Anna walks into the, the father's mouth and we'll break there. The cold, rain, sodden wind pinches at your flesh. The clouds above you rumble, soaking the cobblestones and a slick blood splattered mud either side of you. Gowloff stands facing down the road war hammer in hand and your heart sinks as you recognize the buildings and the road you first trod to arrive in the village of Menta. You are home. The bodies lie everywhere. Some orc, others goblin. A few here and there you recognize the villagers. And the crushed, shattered bodies of knights of Maynet, brave soldiers and men's arms all dead. In your absence, the village of Menta has become a battleground and now a graveyard. Bodies lie unburied. The party is once more united. Take it away. Uh, okay. Um, where are we in relation to each other? You should be able to see. Uh, not been ported. Oh, for God's sake. Guys, when I ask you, are you now porting, please let me know if you're not. I did say no. Oh. Mm. I'm porting, Wait. but still loading. Yeah, it's a big, ma- it's a big map, so it's going to take a little while. Party reunited. Whoa, am I back in play? Yeah. Oh, plus, um, not I did say. Moss. Sorry, I was half asleep. And mentor battlefield bo- bodies. I. I feel sad. I think that's the point. Mm. It's the the, the it, it's the marking points where our adolescence in in this game turns into adulthood, or the pillar of emo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Have you guys been sporting? Uh, it's uh, almost. Six, it's fifteen out of sixteen. Okay. That's yeah. Quite a Probably loading the map of Mentor. It's a big old portrait, so. Yeah, I've been, uh, yeah? I've been 15 uh, for a while. <laughs> could, you, could you repeat the message that I was supposed to tell? You're basically told to get told to give them the key and tell them where you got it from. And, 
until I got it from the pillar of trust. Mm. Oh, I need to get breakfast. Do you want to run along and get breakfast? Then we're waiting for this to load. Yeah, I'm on. Well, if I get breakfast now, I'm going to eat, I'm going to be eating cornflakes during the recording. Touche. Okay, guys, just role play without the map. You're all on the ro you're all on the road leading into Mentor. Just let me know oh. when it's finished. Just just post on uh, map tools when you finish loading. Alright. I'm done. Everyone okay? Hmm. Roland uh, turns and sees Galaroth. Hi. Hi. How did you get here? Thought hmm. you were stuck in the gate. I don't know. I was brought here. I was told to, well, give you this. He reaches in to a belt pouch and takes from it a golden key lined with runes and silver. He hands it to Roland. I was also told, well, to tell you that I got it from the Pillar of Trust. One of the pillars. Roland takes the key and uh, stuffs it in, a pocket, in his pocket and at the same time pulls out a holy symbol of Elant and hands it back to Galro. I think this is yours. He looks upon the symbol and then feels across his belt not having noticed that it had disappeared. No. They say losing one symbol is bad luck. Thank you. He bows his head in, in, in thanks and then takes the symbol, only to reattach it to his belt. Roland turns to the rest of the party and then to Druce. Yeah, um... In the dreamlands, it's generally considered bad luck to walk into a big sea serpent's mouth and then wind up in a village full of dead people. What is this place? She's looking at Druce, expecting him to tell her. Uh, I would presume this is Menta, but I've, I've never it been is. here. It uh, is. Can, I can see it. Oh, crap. Hold on. Blar. Holy Jesus, this is awesome. Yeah, it's going to take a little bit longer for you, um, Mel, simply because you're in Australia. Oh, God, I need to go to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Sorry. Far too many interruptions in this game. I'm going to... Alexia's looking... Yeah, just role-playing shit. Alexis looking co very confused. She, uh... Then says... How do you know a place in the Dreamlands? I didn't think you'd been there before. There's a lot about the Druid you don't know. 
No. <laughs> I think you got confused here. Alright, oh, first she was... Wait, who are you talking to? First she was looking at Juice, and yeah. she asked, where is this place? Because she thinks yes. this is Dreamland. Yes. And then you say, it's Menta, and then... Yeah, so she's got confused. She thinks Menta is a place oh, in right. Dreamland. Oh, right, okay. She said, how would you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, she was talking then, to you about, the yeah. me- about Menta, about thinking... To me? Yes. I wasn't the one who said, we're in Menta. I, oh. I said... He said, it's Menta. I said, yes, it is. Well, yeah. Well, it looks like Menta, and then it... Yes, it does. Okay. So, I was just agreeing. He's the one who said it. That was why I said that. Anyway. Okay. Should we do that again? <laughs> sure. Alright. <clears throat> Greetings. Fine weather we're having. Come on, guys. Get it back in character. Kidding. Alright. <clears throat> Alexia looks towards Juice and after looking around for a second where is this place? I believe I believe it's Menta but I've never been here well it looks like Menta I, I thought you haven't been to the dreamlands before how do you know? Menta's not in the dreamlands. Oh, but we still are. I'm sure of that. Weren't we supposed to go to the music room? Maybe this is the music room. I don't know. (sighs) I think I'm getting a headache. What's your thoughts, Druid? Well, one or more of the Fae went to some trouble to show us a village filled with dead. I think we should press forward and find out what this little game is. I'm tired of these games. Are you treading down the road? Mm-hmm. Yes, I would take it that we press on. Alright, you take point. That was to Druce. Right. Druce. Steps forward. Whoa. Hey. How'd everyone get all the way up there? I moved you. <laughs> Dreamlands. <laughs> yeah. Bless you. Thank you. Who do you think you are saying Bruce. bless you? Are you God? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Steps forward along the road and... Stops between the first uh, the first pair of buildings on either side, and looks around and listens. Roll give falls in. Give it give it a moment to load, because I need to know what you guys can actually see, so I can actually describe. Uh, it's cool. it's still loading. You guys moving at the moment. All right, because it has to move you, then load what you can see. It takes a little bit longer. All right. Wait, you you can actually. You can actually 
use like the image as a map. Mm-hmm. That's what yes. That is. How did you do that? Skill and magic. <laughs> magic. Um, oh. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. How did um, Drew know that this was supposed to be meant if you'd never been there? Guys, this is this is not. Let's stop dwelling I'm on really annoying, pointless things and the whole play. I'm sorry. Uh oh, tree. <laughs> the shine, the shadow dragon in creeps as your footsteps echo off the rain sodden cobbles. Roland uh, steps in beside Druce and points to uh, the lawmaster's house. That's where Ragnar lives. He's the one who tasked us with Finding the boy. Mm. Well, let's go and take a look. Just will cautiously bang forward. Your minds are sent reeling. Shadows dance around you. You can you can't concentrate, but here and there you see shadows moving, fighting. It's a roar. Something sinks above you. You can't. Ah, God, your mind, it's, ah, it's so, so painful, such intrusion. There, clarity, a pinpoint, it's down the road, you see Ragnar, his two, two-handed blade in hand, swiping down goblets. But then, a black armored knight, about a foot or so taller than he, steps into view. It readies its blade, Ragnar falls, ah, you find yourselves all in the ground. Your heads pound. Roland tries to get back up and look over where Ragnar was. Is he still there? His body still lies there, yes. Any other signs? Apart from, apart from goblins. A dead goblins, that is. Mm. Sorry, people brought home tea. Bruce pushes himself back to his feet and pats his dog and mumbles to himself, well, there's something you don't see every day. Unless you're me. <laughs> So, in your case, you would see it every day. Or not. They're playing with us. Roland seems to consider walking up to Ragnar's body, but thinks better of it, and instead points to Druce. You. Check the house. 
Truce again creeps forward just to a point where he can look into the door. You peer into the shattered ruins of Ragnar's house. A trapped door and the floor has been flung open. The carpet that covered it shrewn aside. The smell of an abattoir comes from the murky depths. And still, the sign swings. With her eyes closed as she lays on the ground, Alexia hears the sign and it immediately forms a connection in her brain with the creaking of the black-hearted oak and she shivers and look, when she picks up her head she looks towards that direction on the sign you can see written in what you hope is not blood but it certainly looks like it runes that you're you don't rec- well, you recognize the runes from the same sort of formation as the runes on the door, but you don't recognize the words. You don't know the words. You can't read it. Uh, Roland turns to the other three party members. The rest of you, on your feet. Bang! Once again, your mind is spent sprawling. You fall again to your feet, and you see the images come again to your mind of orcs storming into Ragnar's house, of flinging apart the carpet and charging down the screams of women, children, and in silence. Once again you're on the ground, your head pounding, the incessant creaking of the sign. Breaking the silence. Galroth stands up. And the creaking of the sign irritates him in combination with the visions. He turns towards the sign and looks at it. And to him, the letters are clear as day. For he can read ancient Cajun. Let's get Roland. I know you can, but you didn't look at the sign. Ah, good point. And it reads thusly. Universus Oculus all eyes see that which not all ears hear, which not all tongues taste, which not in all worlds exist. Hmm. He turns towards the party. It's ancient Kagian. It reads, well, all eyes see that which not all ears hear, which not all tongues taste, which not in all worlds exists. Roland looks up. And the sun stops. Disturb Frandal, the destroyer. Great white 
rotting wings spread with a leathery snap. As at the end of the road, the dead dragon, few eyes saw, stands up. It lets out a roar and turns its balefire blue eyes upon the interlopers before it. Death disturb Frondal the Destroyer. Initiative checks everybody. Galroth makes like a Frenchman and runs. <laughs> right click on your character, select draw card. That is all you need to do. Uh, Roland reels back at the uh, roar of the um, thing. Uh, and uh, hastily glances over his shoulder at the rest of his companions. Prepare yourselves! And then uh, sort of stumbles to the middle of the street. Very well. If you'd all like to <coughs> right click and select draw card, we can get this game on the way. Okay, and this character, this, uh, the NPC, Frandal the Destroyer, has a special ability allowing him to do draw two cards and select the highest. Two cards. Do I need to move closer? Highest is, 40, is 43. Hmm? No. My question is, do I need to move closer? Because I can't see Thorandel. Well, it doesn't matter if you can't see him. You'll see him soon enough. You can also yeah, wheel, actually... you can also wheel your mouse out to zoom out. Okay. Yeah, actually, um, he was he was visible for me. He was dead, but he was visible for me um, a while back. Yeah, Mel wouldn't. Mel, you're not likely to see him. Because uh, you, your character can't see that far. Yeah. Uh, get rid of oh Ragnar's she's body. Wi- she's wielding a halberd. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. With a roar, Frandal the Destroyer throws himself down the road towards you. His footfalls rumbling the ground. He lets out once more a roar. <laughs> before it moves into Galroth's turn. Mine? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, Galroth quickly rushes to make a line uh, in between Druce and Roland. That's it. Okay. Anything else? Druce, your action. <clears throat> Druce steps forward so that he's on the road, but not blocking any of his comrades' view or attack. And he raises his arms and begins taunting and screaming 
utterly intelligible uh, phrases and syllables at the dragon. Looks to be getting himself worked up. And... Uh, gets a raise for his fear spell. Oh, perfect. Fear spell is done against guts. Okay. Yes. Aren't dragons immune to magic? Nope. Not in this Woo! one. At least, at least not this one, anyway. Play that same song! Alright, that same song again. Oh, wow. Frandol the Destroyer is shaken in his tracks as the fear takes place. Just going to try and get the uh, fear table. It's going to be quite funny. You could, have, you could have just saved the party. This works. Well done. Anyway, I'll be so much happier when I actually can just flick to the page. Oh, is this it? Fear effects. Okay, uh, 20. Right, okay, that's fair enough. 19. The Mark of Fear. The hero is shaken and also suffers some cosmetic physical alteration. A white streak forms in the, in the fear, hero's hair. His eyes twitch constantly, or some of a minor physical alteration. This reduces his charisma by one. Well, Thrandall doesn't seem very charismatic, for starters, so I don't think he's going to suffer too much of that. Why does he have 20 toughness? Jesus. Just... Play... Frandol is stopped in his tracks by Drus's spell. He pauses for a moment and roars apprehensively. What's Miach doing? He is just moving to back the play, and that's about it, because he doesn't want to take that thing out. Okay, Anna's turn. Uh, question. Mm-hmm. Um, if I want to move, do I have to roll? Uh, you know, you only have to roll if you're running and trying okay. to move more than the pace. The pace, yeah. Well, she moves closer to the group, but is somewhat confused by what's going on. So I guess that's six paces. Yep, six mm-hmm. squares. Roland, your action. Uh, he gives a quick glance back to the women, then looks to Drus and Galaroth. <clears throat> so, what's the plan? Mm, I don't know. This is still the Dreamlands, is it not? It is. It is. That means this is not necessarily the same as a fight in real life. Uh, he'll he'll snap out of that before too long. All right. Uh, we should scatter. Mm, good plan. No, I don't think it is. Why not? We can't take that thing out from the middle of the road. It'll squash us. No, but if we 
we scatter, that's the opportunity for each of us to get lost individually in the dream. All right, then we move together. But we need to get out of his way. While he's confused, Roland points um, towards the the Shadow Dragon Inn. Mm -hmm. Get behind that. That would be on the other side of the dragon. The Shadow Dragon Inn. Alexia's action. Um, wouldn't it be better if we went in? And she uh, stands up. As she's standing up, she says this, and she draws her uh, sling. Mm-hmm. There's no way. To es- there's no way to escape if he smashes that th- that uh, in down on on top of our heads. Roland's right. We should run now. Frandell's action. A chance to break his uh, shaken status. What do you need to beat for that? Four. Critical, critical, critical. It's probably got five D6. Randall oh, yes! remains shaken. He begins to move towards you. It seems very apprehensive. His charge is broken. It is more trot, warily eyeing you with his balefire blue eyes, trying to decide how much of a threat you are. You should have known better than to come here. He will arouse. Galroff's action. Oh crap. Galroth follows Roland's advice, and... He R- runs away like a Frenchman. <laughs> yeah, runs away like a Frenchman, uh, trying to get as far away from the dragon as possible behind All right. the shadow dragon. You probably run then. And what's that? You roll your. Um... You roll a d6 and you add it on top of your pace. All right. All right. No explosive roll. No. Nope. That would be hilarious. Though, if it wasn't explosive. So what? What do I do? You roll a d6. Roll a one d6 and add it on top of your uh, top of your pace, and that's how far you can move. Yeah. So, eight. You can move eight. Drus, is your action. He's lagging it. Drus, <laughs> did you reduce your um, power points? No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Did you? Why are you still, I, re- I, still reading 15? Because I've been paying attention to what's going on uh, rather than... Uh, changing my token at, at this time. I, I've got it noted Okay, down. That's, that's fine. You'll also note if you right-click and go to macros, there's a spellcasting macro that will automatically reduce your power points. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah, you just right-click and, and you can type in the spell name, so we can, in the log it says which spell you used, which is pretty cool. And useful. Okay, we're, I'm assuming Miach is just following you? Yes. Okay. Uh, actually... We're actually clearing the path for the dragon to charge into the women. <laughs> Take the women! Anna, your action. The virgin blood might satiate him. Anna, your action. I know. I will run with them. Okay. And Naira. Rolling stone. 
<laughs> Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run too. Mm-hmm. Um, just a normal d6, yeah? Yep. Alexia, your action. Exactly how big is the dragon? I just wanna know. Um, about 30 foot long. So, like, can't fit in the door? No. Okay. But I'm running, can, yeah. He can eat the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which brings it back to Frandol to destroy it, and a chance to break that shaken. Here it comes, guys. Oh. Nice move. And here I'm it is. Frandau oh, oh. just shakes his shaken state. And his unsteady pace bursts into a full run as he realizes you lost a leg in it. His thundering footsteps once more sound out. I will crush you! Gareth, your action. Uh, Gareth stops in his tracks and turns towards the dragon. I will not let you hurt them, he says, as he readies his warhammer and holds up his shield in expectation of the dragon. Very well, Druce, your action. Bruce will stop and stand beside the priest. Hopefully buying time for everyone else to get uh, get undercover. And out of character, I'm reading I'm reading the rules to, to see what's stopping me from doing that same spell again. And it's nothing as far as I'm aware. Nope. Yeah, I don't see anything either. You, there's absolutely nothing stopping you sitting there and spamming until you run out of power points. Awesome. I'm just going to get some sort of attack move so I can... Alright, no. And unfortunately, I beg your pardon, there is a duration in that spell, is there not? Fear? Uh, no, it's listed as instant. You should, okay, uh, where's Fear? What page is it? Uh, on the hard copy, page 91. Thank you very much. So, fear, 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 fear. Yeah. Oh, minus two on the guts roll. You need to remind me of that in future. Because you've mm-hmm. got a raise. Uh, right. Actual panic instead. Okay, that's fine. I understand how that works now. I guess so. Continue. Alright. Let's try that then. Value for the cost is two. Oh, and a quick out of character uh, thing. Um, I now have the one eye hindrance. <laughs> really? Look at my one eyed monster! It's because, well, the fire burned out one of my eyes. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, Bruce was unable to successfully cast a spell that time. Bruce again. Holds his arms out, waving his sickle and screaming imprecations in the language of the Fae, and unfortunately, his voice cracks midway through. He's not just not convincing enough. Frandall lets out a mighty roar, 
sending fear down all of your spines. Anna's action. Sorry, I was talking to someone. Um, I'm going to run further. Okay. Away. You're okay, Mel. You should... Use a little hand. No, I'm fine. I'm fading. You're what? Fading. Fading? Oh, no. Sleep. Going. Looking good. Okay. I'll um, put us out of the game soon then. Okay. Okay, Roland, your action. Uh, Roland turns as the um, the priest and the druid make a stand and urges the two ladies on as he turns on his heels and goes to stand with the other and um, <clears throat> I want to cast a spell okay what do you want to cast well, flame bolt. Okay, give us your uh, right click and cast it. Don't forget you're getting a minus two modifier. Uh, how so? Because you moved. Oh no, wait, you didn't. You didn't run. You only walked. That's fine. No yeah. modifier. Uh, hold on. I'm going to check something real quick. Okay. Um. While while you're checking, gonna move it to Alexia. Alexia, your action. Um, she is going to, um, actually enter the, um, tavern. Mm -hmm. Not, I mean, she is running, but not at a run, you know? Yep. She... Uh, the doorway's not there, that's the wall. The way here. Oops, the way there? Yeah. Alright, um... You know, the, bit, the, the, the door sticking out of it? <laughs> yeah, it's a clue. I can't see the... Oh, there we go. I was scrolled out too far. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I, I've I've checked the thing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fire three bolts. Very well. Go on. Um. Now is that done off uh, one spell uh, spell roll or? It's done off one spell roll and there's no penalty for it. Okay, it's just a it. higher cost. Yep, go for it. Six, I believe. Yeah, and I'm upping the damage too. Very well. Mm. He's blowing his wad in one shot. Does it go mm. well or not? Ah, mm. oh, crap. Remember, this is a uh, uh, casting is a trait roll, so you can use luck points to re-roll it. I use a luck, use a luck point. Okay, re-roll it, but this time just basically put the uh, cost as being zero. Alright. I'll right click and select for you to use a, a luck point so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, question. Yep. Since I'm using 3d6 for each bolt, how do I apply that? We'll deal with that in a, when you, if you actually cast a spell. Alright, wild die hit. Okay, well done. Right, 3d6. 
Alright. Simply go right. to... Exploding. Is it... Oh, no, I don't... Yeah, they are exploding. Then go to... Mm -hmm. uh, if he's fine, exploding, just go three dice exploding. And you do that three times. With uh, mo no, with uh, plus two modifier, because mm -hmm. you're, it's, a, it's a nice space creature, because it's a blame base attack. And mm -hmm. the uh, one, first, second, and third are all six. Six. So, okay, so I do D6, no, D6, no, no, D6. No, 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 no. Plus six. Two. No D, no D. Oh, six, right. It's set? Yep. Alright. But I'm going, I'm supposed to roll an exploding die, right? Yes. Dice right. bag, exploding. It'll ask you first, you put six. It'll ask you mod, which is two. Then it'll ask you second, six, mod, two, third, six, mod, two. Right, uh, Okay, and do that again. Uh, again. Mm -hmm. so you got three. You got uh, three volts. Seven. Each doing three d six. Wow. Hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, hold on. So one flame bolt is three d six. Does it pay the extra cost? Apparently. It, yes, it does. My God. That's the creature shaking. That's the creature crit got. Whoa! He got a ray. He got a raise on it. That means that's nice. You could. Okay, that one pooped. Go for it. Nope. But you have oh, but managed to get a wound. All right. Let me. Um. Uh. What's up? Hold on. Wait. No, I need to, uh, just, it's, I'll just be a moment. What? I'm gonna find my notes. Well, you know, for when I RP it. Oh, right. Uh, notes. Uh oh. There we go. Uh, Roland reaches into his belt pouch and uh, throws up a layer of ash into the air, drawing in a, um, a complex web in the air with his finger. Uh, a piece of earth forming in it. As he pulls his hand back, a flame surrounding it, as he punches, his, punches through the earth, sending bolts towards the dragon. The first bolt pummels heavily into the, into the dragon's chest, sending it sprawling back a step. It thumbs to the ground as a second and third bolt erupt across its form. It lets out a roar of pain and anger. And stands back up. It's in action, so... Gonna roll to. Uh... Its breathing is heavy. Its lungs seem uh, seen through its ruptured chest. It looks at you once more and lets out a roar. <laughs> before taking to flight and flying away. To be continued. 
And welcome to the Fireside Chat, where we get to ramble on about absolutely nothing in the hope of staying on topic. <laughs> Which we won't. In, in the vain hope, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, what did everyone think about the game? I like thought it. we got a lot done. Mm. Compared oh. to the older games, yeah, where it was like, I meet Galaroth. Hello, Galaroth. Now, end of chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, boss. Hi. End of chapter three. <laughs> I'm really happy that Ruben is finally back. End of chapter, chapter four. four. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That'd, be a, that'd be a four hour episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a comma in that sentence. So there's another couple of hours we had to hold on. <laughs> yes. No, no, I feel we've we found the story and we're trying to stick to it. Mm. Mel. How did you find it? Because I noticed you were having a bit of difficulty um, partway through that. Particularly towards the end. If you're even there. Yeah, I am here. She's having um, tea. No, 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 I've already eaten. Oh, okay. What do you mean how I found it? Um, well, how did you find the, find the uh, role-playing game? Because it's only your second game ever, so... Um, I was a bit overwhelmed towards the end. Uh, once again, I'm I'm just trying to figure out when I can put um, responses in and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, possibly when it, it's a bit hard in combat because in combat you can only really respond when someone's talking to you, mm-hmm. and you can't really do anything until it's your turn. I mean, talking. Except- I don't. I have no qualms with people talking uh, in other people's turns. Uh, but I do prefer it if you were going to instigate a conversation, you do it only in your turn. Mm. Yeah. But the, the yeah. point is, it's, it's a case of you guys are taking too long talking. I'll just say, okay, and we'll, I'll just move on to the next person or add in it. Mm, I noticed that, but that's... Yeah. Because you have, like, uh, a couple of seconds to say what you want, and then if you're, if you're quick enough, you can put your actions in, but otherwise it just sort of stops the combat and... That's what kept happening with D20, and that's why we switched to Swex. Oh, but having a, having a great philosophical debate on the nature of cheese in the middle of combat, that's, that's a role-playing tradition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm sure Gygax will forgive me. <laughs> I, as a dating point of view, I, was quite, I quite enjoyed this game. I, it's, a, it's a real snorkers board of uh, emotions in this session. Mm, yeah, definitely. Shit, I forgot to do the Terrafio Incendio thing. Oh, well, Crap. I'm sure Gyg- uh. Gygax will forgive you of that, too. No, he won't. He'll never forgive me. Say 30 <laughs> to D20s in the cubicle, and uh, Gygax will forgive you. you all, know, right. all, all your sins will be absolved. Mm-hmm. No, you're banned from the great book. Yeah. Book no. right you're in the book of, book of, book of grudges. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you were saying something, Alexi. I'm sorry. Or Jess, I'm sorry. Right. I interrupted you. Oh no! Uh, he was like, then he was like, "There's a lot of emotions in, you know, different emotions in this." And I'm like, "Yep, lots of frustration." Let's. <laughs> and Drew's saying smarmy things. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is a smartass. Yeah. He is. Gonna get him yeah. punched. But yes, <laughs> we've had a bit of possible and in this in, case, and in this romance. Mm. Oh, you mean between Galaroth and Roland? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. The gay, the, the gay vibes. Uh... <laughs> this is, this is, 
overwhelming. <laughs> a heartfelt so. uh, reu- reunion. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, you have to remember that Roland didn't experience, or none of you experienced, what Galaroth did, and I think we'd all be, or the characters would all be very surprised that all of a sudden he goes, you shall not touch them, and just stands his ground. Mm. From mm. being like, you're evil, theocracy, nah! <laughs> yeah. To going, um, they're my friends, ha, group hug! <laughs> <laughs> Alex, Alex, let me put it this way. You're gonna respond even more. I mean, your character's gonna go completely bonkers once he sees how how Galoth responds to the spell casting. I was actually gonna kick in a well done, Roland, in there. Yeah, I was going to emote him being very very tired because he just basically shot <coughs> shot his load. <laughs> no, not like that. But I mean, six out of out of ten. PowerPoints yeah. all in one go. It did the job, though. It did the job of scaring him off, but what the hell? So so we've got a Dreamland's changeling version of of the priest here. Hmm. They're still yeah, messing say- with us. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. They'd probably be like, you're not the priest. The priest would tell me I'm evil and wicked. And he wouldn't smile. You're smiling. <laughs> My God. Stop it, man. Of course, smiling for him would be a gruesome sight because, you know, half of his face is burnt off. Yeah, but it, people would still scream in horror. <laughs> I mean, I, I take I take minus four uh, to my... I have a minus four charisma stat. So, yeah, but yay. that just means you look gruesome. It doesn't mean that that people won't... Um, Listen. If I, put it, if I put it like, yeah, it doesn't mean people won't listen, and it doesn't uh, look, mean that look, look people at Moss. He's got, pl- you. he's got plus eight charisma. Nobody listens to him. Everyone hates him. <laughs> anyway, so, as I was saying, uh, ting. Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, let's, let's not be too. We're just gonna put things in context. We do think Moss, well, Moss is okay. Yeah, yeah, and I think your DMing is definitely improving his roleplay. Here you go. You're, you're making him make conscious moral decisions, and it's it's great because otherwise he'd just be like, "I am a stereotype." Ding! Oh yeah, I can't wait for his uh, trial. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, did you guys have to do trials? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, this would you're be. the first. Oh fuck! I'm probably just <laughs> like, oh shit, damn, nigga, bitch, what? <laughs> Roland, Alex, oh. you, got, you got a bit quiet there for a sec. What, right now? Yeah. Better? Better, much better. Yeah. If, right. if, Roland's got, if Roland has to do the trials, then, then my part is going to be so... Well, each of the trials, each of the trials are different. Mm. Mm. And my trial is not going to be like your trial. Aw. Oh, your... But I want to rant at Roland. You'll get, you can rant in character. Basically, basically how the trial, oh. wor- the trial worked was, before the game, I took everybody aside and told them what my notes said. And explained how it was going to work, and uh, they each came up with the questions themselves. These was this wasn't a script that I uh, sent out beforehand. Was it was it guys? Here's literally a case of you chose no. this. You chose the um, questions. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what to do, and then people suggested things. So I was like, uh, okay, I can run with that. <laughs> What's with the licking? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Danny, you, you mind bleeping when I say the N word? 
Yeah. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Don't think I'm racist. You are I'm not racist. racist. Actually, you know, Francesca should listen to these recordings. Just not in front of her dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm actually going to go visit them um, on the base. It's going to be fun. Oh God! I hope I hope you you won't have one of these. I, I will. I will, no, I will not have an episode where I say the <laughs> N word because then he would most certainly kill me. <laughs> exactly. I don't want you to die. If you like. Anyway, yeah, guys, what? we're drifting. Drifting. Is that oh, talking sorry. about game-related things? Yeah. Sorry. Not not Alex's sex life. But yeah, if yeah, you my sex don't... life with Francesca's dad. <laughs> Well, now, since you brought that up... <laughs> anyway, Alexia, I interrupted you again. Please forgive me. No. Just... Please forgive me. Come on. Yeah. Anyways, um, I was just going to say, well, if uh, Alex get kill- gets killed, then that's kind of going to affect the game. So, yeah, it is on topic. <laughs> oh, that, yeah, is, that, is that, is, that is true. Mm-hmm. It's not on topic enough for me to not get moody. Well, you were always moody. It's true. I'd want to be friend or the destroyer today. I'm happy. I know you like that too much. You growl way too much. Yeah, I think when you're describing, uh, use the normal voice you use for, uh, for like the one you used for describing uh, Galaroth's situation. Yeah, it's good for characters, but but uh, characters can growl as much as you want because that Yay. fits. But but uh, not when you're. Describing because I welcome I, to the world of Tropics in a really deep growly voice. Yeah, it's it's like wait, the narrator is a, is a dragon, <laughs> and people get confused. Mm. I like my growly voice. It makes me feel imperious and important. Yeah, we'll be imperious and important, just in a different way. Welcome okay. to the world of Tropics, where we have happy. Happy times. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what they say, people? You can't spell slaughter without laughter. <laughs> God, I think that would scare more people off than my Welcome to the world of Tropis. Well you sound like you sound like a horny pirate when you do that. Dar <laughs> Dar Jim Laddy, welcome to the captain's poop deck. <laughs> Welcome to the captain's quarters. Arr, with me today we have Roger the cabin boy and Seaman Staines. <laughs> oh, God. We still have to do a pirate game one of these days. Arr. No, no, we just have to have the characters um, be I'll be the captain. by pirates. Oh, I loved doing the uh, lake father. <laughs> I know, you were like, yeah, fourth wall, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, what, what, what was that? That was me getting, going up the fourth wall again. It's me continuing my crusade against the fourth wall. The fourth wall is evil! Well, it started last game when I was using terms like ecosystem, and I thought, fuck yeah. it, I can't be asked. Yeah. yeah, we were trying to play it off like, oh, a fater. <laughs> yeah, Roland was like, kill time, uh, grab and pills. What was it? It was, it was something you said, uh, Danny, and then Matt said it as well and then Roland was like wait what is this word ha ha indeed <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll have to listen to it anyway um, I like the game and um, I would it was I had the same feeling I had last week I want to keep going mm. didn't want to stop want to keep playing alright I'm kind play. of going dead play now. here want to play want to play anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And I'll look, up, I'll look forward to the next game when yeah. we shall continue. I mean, this is our third awesome game in a row, but I do believe next week it is Dawn of Worlds. Oh, cool. No. It's, our, in- it's our indie, it's our indie review next week. Yeah. Alright, fine. No, you don't, we don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's happening? Um, We're playing an indie game of the, the indie game of the month. This, oh, next week. do you need the, um, the, yeah, well, we'll sort it out in a minute. Um, but yeah, okay. basically every three games we do, we're going to be now doing an indie review where we play an indie game and then talk about it afterwards and go, yes, yeah, this is crap. Or, oh, I want to play that again. That was awesome. Then we go back to Tropis. Mm-hmm. What game do we play? We're playing we... next week Dawn of the World. We all get to be gods. I'm being the god That's... of mindless violence. I'm going to be the, the god of, 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 of uh, hippies. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, you can be the god of peace. I'll be the god of mindless violence. We can be brother and sister. Wait, no. Brother and sister? Yeah, he can be sister. You're going to be sister? Yeah, yes. I'll be the really butch sister. <laughs> All right. All right, love. Okay. Well, I do believe that's it for the Fireside Chat. This is a goodbye from me. And, and goodbye me. from the rest of the shits. Say bye. 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 I refuse to, to join this bye-ness. Say bye, Ruth. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> <laughs>